Good morning and welcome to the VSA Morning Miner. It's Monday the 20th of February. Uh, I'm joined by Paul Rankin. Paul, how are you today? I'm pretty good, thank you. How about you? Yep, all good, thanks. Um, right, uh, busy weekend of news uh, in the lithium space. Um, so we'll we'll start there before getting into this morning's RNSs. Um, announcement what? Is it announcement or speculation that Tesla are looking at acquiring Sigma Lithium, the Brazilian uh, spodumene development play? Yes, that's right. Uh, it is a, a Bloomberg report out on Friday, depending on how reliable their sources are, I guess, that Tesla is talking with uh, Sigma Lithium about a possible M&A transaction. Um, Sigma shareholders certainly like to see that. Their shares after hours traded up 24% on the news uh, and uh, bringing their market cap to about US $4 billion uh, puts it at the top end as far as valuations on uh, spodumene uh, producers, both Australia, Canadian, and Canadian uh, listed. Uh, so this uh, Sigma is uh, Canada and uh, NASDAQ listed. The key point, I think, is that Tesla is looking for some really big supply and Sigma has two production options yet to grow its uh, current commitments on its uh, project there in Brazil. The Tesla announced the new Gigafactory uh, that they will be building uh, out and that uh, I had calculated that one alone, that project a new gigafactory will need to, uh, essentially four sigma lithiums just to feed it as one plant so uh, that's the that's the drive behind tesla is they've got to source the uh, supply for their uh, expansion plans in building cells uh yes and um, well four billion is um yes yeah, certainly up there in terms of absolute numbers but if you compare it to the headline post-tax MPV that the company um, has published for its, its projects, that's 15 billion. So um, they might be looking for a higher number than um, the 25% increase over over the weekend um, to mm -hmm. actually execute a deal. Um, I guess the other thing is, um, obviously we now started to see a couple of, of upstream or downstream uh, users make upstream investments to to secure supply i guess the, the rationale being that if they don't secure supply ultimately you will get demand destruction if they can't fill their um fill their factories um and the pace of ev penetration slows um if you're unable to to fill those in a timely fashion you that's right the, where the, lithium supply comes online because there's a lag but um the downstream is starting to slow their investments because they're just not seeing any physical lithium yes that's right uh, they may uh, want to take orders in because they would have capacity at the factories but the factories can't supply enough raw material to fulfill those orders so they lose market share as a result against their other uh, gigafactory competitors and the um, uh, ev uh, 
deployment into the general global economy uh, just doesn't go as fast as otherwise they'd like it to. Yeah, exactly. Um, right, moving on. Um, anything? Anything else? Yeah, Gold Platts uh, full year and uh, Q2 results were released. The key point there is their shares have been in suspension here uh, for some weeks, uh, awaiting these uh, full year results because they were delayed in order to complete an audit of accounts uh, on an annualized basis. Profits are up uh, at Gold Platt for the year, but they have cautioned uh, or let investors know that. The ESCOM power curtailments are something that they are less capable of dealing with uh, there in South African operations uh, because their margins aren't wide enough for things like putting in uh, diesel gensets to augment those power curtailments. So they're looking for uh, optimizations and essentially uh, processing operating uh, um, uh, opportunities to uh, work around those um, disruptions uh, to even and steady uh, power and uh, grid power. But uh, in my view, yes, they have better profits for 2022, but because they ha don't lack this flexibility, it's not looking likely that they will uh, have a, a good profitable year for 2023 until they can do something about it. Yeah, South Africa is still a um, tough place to operate, as we've um, been saying a lot recently. Um, anything else, Paul? Castillo Copper, which is the uh, aim quoted firm uh, in exploring the Mount Isa district in Queensland, uh, gave us an outlook on what they're going to try to focus their uh, activities on in 2023. For them, it's going to be all about the big one, uh, high-grade copper discovery that they've made. It's relatively low tonnage at the current time of just over 2 million tons, but it is high-grade, and with the excess processing uh, capacity in the Mount Isa district, it makes sense that if they are dealing with working capital constraints, which they are, then to uh, try to um, move toward a, um, a quick to production strategy for toll milling uh, locally is probably a good uh, plan. Um, they'll also be looking to expand the mineralization along that immediate corridor of mineralization at Big One. But their other properties, they admit they would uh, just as soon uh, at this point like to joint venture out to uh, other local players. Very good. Okay, Paul, uh, we'll call a day there and be back tomorrow. Thanks very much for your thoughts. Very good. See you then.